Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 568. Relationship of the Superior to the Sisters The Superior should be distinguished by humility and love toward each sister without exception. She must not let herself be led by likes and dislikes, but by the Spirit of Christ alone. Let her be aware that God will demand of her an account for each sister. She should not moralize to the sisters, but rather set them an example of profound humility and self-denial. This will be the most efficacious lesson she can give her subjects. She should be firm, but never harsh. She should be patient when bothered with the same questions. Even if she has to give the same answer a hundred times over, she should do so with equanimity. Let her strive to anticipate the sisters' needs, rather than wait till they ask for this or that, for people vary in disposition. If the superior notices that a sister is sad or is suffering, she should try her very best to help and comfort her. She should pray much and ask for light in order to know how to deal with each sister, for each soul is a world of its own. God has various ways of communicating with souls, ways that are often beyond our comprehension and notice. Therefore, the superior should be careful not to hinder God's action in a soul. She should never reprimand a sister when irritated. Rather, reprimands should always be seasoned with encouragement. The person is to be helped to recognize and acknowledge her error, but she should not be crushed. The superior should be outstanding for a love for her sisters, which shows itself in actions. She should take upon herself all burdens so as to ease the burden of the sisters. She should not demand any services from them, but should respect them as brides of Jesus and be always ready to serve them day and night. Let her ask rather than order. Her heart should be open to the sufferings of the sisters, and she herself should look closely at and learn from the open book, namely, Jesus crucified. Let her, prayer let her pray fervently for light, especially when she has some important dealing with a sister. She should be on her guard, lest she interfere with the sister's consciences, for only a priest has this grace. But it may happen that a sister may feel the necessity to pour out her soul to the superior, in which case the superior may listen to this outpouring, but she is bound to secrecy. For nothing hurts a person so much as to have something she has said in confidence or in secret talked about with others. Women usually have weak heads in this respect. It is rarely that one finds a woman with a man's mind. The superior should strive for deep union with God, and God will govern through her. The Most Holy Mother will be the superior of the convent and we shall be her faithful daughters. December 15, 1935. From early morning today, a strange power has been pushing me to action, not giving me a moment's peace. A strange ardor has been lit in my heart 
urging me to action, and I cannot stop it. This is a secret martyrdom known only to God, but let him do with me as he pleases. My heart is ready for anything. O Jesus, my dearest Master, do not abandon me, not even for a moment. Jesus, you know well how weak I am of myself. That is why I know that it is my weakness that forces you to be with me constantly. On one occasion, I saw Jesus in a bright garment. This was in the greenhouse. He said to me, Write what I say to you. My delight is to be united with you. With great desire, I wait and long for the time when I shall take up my residence sacramentally in your convent. My spirit will rest in that convent, and I will bless its neighborhood in a special way. Out of love for you all, I will avert any punishments which are rightly meted out by my father's justice. My daughter, I have inclined my heart to your requests. Your assignment and duty here on earth is to beg for mercy for the whole world. No soul will be justified until it turns with confidence to my mercy. And that is why the first Sunday after Easter is to be the Feast of Mercy. On that day, priests are to tell everyone about my great and unfathomable mercy. I am making you the administrator of my mercy. Tell the confessor that the image is to be on view in the church and not within the enclosure in that convent. By means of this image, I shall be granting many graces to souls, so let every soul have access to it. Here, St. Faustina writes about how the superiors should treat the sisters. I get the impression that not all of her superiors through the years treated her like she envisions the superiors in the new congregation treating the sisters. She is calling the superiors to a special type of holiness, living the virtues to a heroic degree, overcoming their faults and weaknesses, and loving the sisters so that their vocations may blossom and flourish. She says that the true superior of the house should be the Blessed Mother, as was the practice in the convents of her uh, current congregation. The superiors can learn how to love the other sisters, she says, by meditating on the open book, Jesus Crucified. From him, we can learn everything we need to know about self-giving love and sacrifice. Sometimes, what St. Faustina writes would not be considered politically correct today. She can be blunt, but she tells the truth as she sees it without worrying about the cost. Jesus strengthens St. Faustina for her mission. She recognizes her own weaknesses and realizes that is why Jesus has to constantly reinforce her strength. And Jesus is looking forward to living with the sisters in the new convent. Now this is still three years before St. Faustina's death and seven years before the founding of the new congregation. But God always does everything in advance. He leaves nothing to the last minute, as we do. Some of the prophecies in the Old Testament about the coming of the Messiah came 700 or more years before Jesus was born. Jesus wants this new community to be totally dedicated to imploring his mercy. 
He foresees how this message will touch souls through Mercy Sunday, through the preaching of the priests, through the sacraments like confession. And he also asks that the Divine Mercy image be publicly displayed in that shrine of Our Lady of Mercy for the first time because he wants to pour out many graces on all souls who venerate this image. That's why he wants us to gaze upon that image and he says that his gaze from the image is like his gaze from the cross. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.